If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with this guy who I hate, Josh Reese, and Aaron Rosa, my good friend. I'm starting to hate you too, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I kind of feel like you always have. But it's all right. It's all right. Welcome it's hogwash to time. another week of Hollywood hogwash. Uh, you guys excited? You know what? I am. I saw a movie I never saw today, and it was really good. I was surprised with how good it was. You haven't seen a lot of really good movies. I've seen a lot of the classics. I mean, we and learned. I keep on watching the classics. I don't remember if it was Hogwash or AEW where we learned that you haven't seen Super Bad. And in this movie that we reviewed. We're reviewing this week, Kick-Ass is one of the stars, is McLovin from Superbad, but you haven't even seen him as McLovin yet. So that's just really odd to me. Is he better or worse? Because I didn't like him in this role. Well, you're not supposed to necessarily like this character. I didn't think he was Kick-Ass. very good, though. Well, no, I mean, in, in Superbad, he's the best. Okay. Right. He's like the best character. The By the way, thank okay. you guys for picking this fucking movie. I'm in such a good mood right now. Yeah, we did a poll, like promised, and it was Batman Returns, Kick-Ass, The Matrix, and V for Vendetta. At the end of the poll, Batman Returns and Kick-Ass tied... So then I had to have a second poll with just <laughs> those two movies. Surprise it Last yeah. minute and Kick-Ass overwhelmingly won. Kick-Ass. I mean, I was shocked that Matrix got third place. I mean, that's... Matrix is the best movie out of all of these, right? I mean, so I was kind of surprised at that. I'm sure we'll get to the Matrix at some point, though. Yeah. But And you know what's great is after the Nolan trilogy, I was worried about having Batman burnout. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking, yeah, maybe not Batman Returns. I need a little break. And then this movie, it had a fucking Batman. Yeah, it's true. In it. it does have it, it does a have a version Batman. of Batman. Yeah, I think we will get to Batman Returns at some point. I definitely want to. I definitely want to watch it again. It's been a while. It was good. It's I, been. A I wonder long if it time. holds up. <laughs> well, look. I mean, you didn't like Batman 89, but you have to take it for what it is for that time. It's a comic book movie. It's very comic book-y. You didn't like Batman 89? As opposed to the new Batman that came out, I thought the new Batman was stronger. Oh, Jesus Christ. You were here, Aaron. It was before you were on the show, but you were right here when we did that podcast. I wasn't on the show yet, but I... 
He burned it Josh. out of his mind. God damn it, Josh. Aaron was just sitting there shaking his head the whole podcast. Oh, that's right. And I, I was... I yeah. forgot about that. And I was just yelling yeah. at you the whole episode. <laughs> I mean, no, there's Batman, a lot of people Batman that Returns also agree with me. is very different. I mean, Danny DeVito plays a penguin. He's not penguin. He plays one. So it's a very different uh, interpretation because it's Tim Burton and it's very weird. But the movie's still very entertaining. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer is still the best Catwoman. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, like... Yeah. Uh, of, like Anne Hathaway's cute in Dark Knight Rises, but like she's not like super sexy. It's more like oh she's cute. No, Michelle Pfeiffer is the Catwoman. Like she's 100%. Michelle Pfeiffer is super hot in Batman Returns. Yes. I have to watch it to make. I'll give Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz was pretty hot in the Batman. Like she was sexy and she acted that way, whereas Anne Hathaway was just kind of cute. But Michelle Pfeiffer's still like the best Catwoman. Anne Hathaway had the best face turn Catwoman, but yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer was the best Catwoman, period. Yeah, I for sure. I can't remember. So, yeah, you can't I remember Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman? No, I mean, I, I can, but I can't remember if it was great or not. I'm sure it was good. Have you not seen the movie? It's been a while. It's been a while. I, I don't. It's not something that's on my watch list that I watch every three, four years. I can't even recall. Josh can only remember, it. like... You know, ten things, and you know, once ten he learns, important things. You're once damn he learns right. a new yeah. thing, the other thing, one thing leaves his head, and yeah. I've got to make room for more important stuff. Yeah, exactly. which Seven Eleven has his favorite beef jerky? I don't like that. <laughs> so that one's not right. <laughs> All right, which Sonic so, makes the best Dr Pepper. I'm gonna tell you which one. All right, so uh, last week was last week's episode. We just opened up the Hollywood Hogwash Patreon. And I think we had like ended up having like 40 something names. Uh, this week, we have 23 more new people who signed up for the Hollywood Hogwash Patreon. Awesome. So that's pretty amazing. Gonna read the names off here real quick. So thank you to Steven with a V. Thank you to Middle Middle, uh, Ben Joy, Deddy Guerrero, mm. Austin Smith, Brian Walden, Jordan Nardolillo. Uh, Yuan Valdez, JTP05, Josh DeStefano. Uh, we got this guy. Who are you? Who are you? Erwin Morales, Jaman Doctor. Who are you? <laughs> we have two who are yous. Uh, Joel Hansen, Roman Escobar, Heladio Sanchez, Marcus Muniz, uh, Mitch Starr, Everything is Evil, WSelf39, Omar, the Halal Falafel Farmer. And then Russ Paxson. So thank you to all of you wonderful people. Woo! Thank you for joining the club. Thanks, guys. Join the club. Go to patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash. It's only $3 a month minimum. And right now we're doing uh, weekly reviews of The Last of Us, a show that I love. We're all loving it right now. Yes. We're getting pretty close to our first bracket. Yes, that's right. We are going to do our first bracket. Uh, I'm going to send out a post on Patreon pretty soon asking for um, just uh, ideas because I think we're going to do uh, best TV intro bracket. So that's like just, you know, the intro to your favorite TV show, like The Sopranos, TV. like in taking the music and the video. Uh, we were going to do theme, but I think like the video for these TV shows are just as important. The overall intro is good because it can't just be the theme song. Like, yeah. The intro can be like a work of art by itself. 
Absolutely. Can so, we do also cartoon? Yes, Those, it's, it's they're all, a TV show, of yeah, course. It's all shows. You think The Simpsons is not going to be in there? It's one of the most like epic intros ever. Yeah, with all the different couch uh, gags that they've done. Right. I mean, that's uh, yeah. that's got to be one of the favorites to okay. win okay. for sure. But yeah, we're going to be doing that soon. Alaska, the fans, for some advice. If you want to get in on that, go to Patreon.com/slash Hollywood Hogwash. So, yeah, there you go. All right, let's get to the news and rumors, a.k.a. the Hollywood hogwash. So a few more trailers dropped this week. I don't know which one you guys saw, but uh, Oppenheimer, a TV trailer for Oppenheimer was on during the NFL playoffs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't wait for this. I mean, we see Cillian Murphy. I don't remember the direct quote. But he was like talking about the bomb. He was like, I don't trust us with this, but I definitely don't trust the Nazis with it. Right. <laughs> I thought that was a really good quote. Um, I love Christopher Nolan and his movies. So really looking forward to this. And just a couple of the shots where they're doing like the, the testing. Yeah. And some of the explosions like they look so amazing. That's because they're real. So great. That's because Christopher Nolan was like <laughs> a CGI budget. What? <laughs> He's like, can I make a nuclear bomb? No, but can I make something close to that? Yeah. Sure. Okay. 90% of the budget went to uh, nuclear bombs. Explosions. <laughs> Nuking a real country because that's Christopher Nolan. No one like calls the, you know, like just the government like, hey, you guys nuking anyone anytime soon or can just big bombs, right? Like, you know, can I film it? Is that cool? He probably made a phone call to like Ethiopia. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, can I? Jesus. Hey, guys. <laughs> Do you uh, mind? <laughs> yeah. Also, we had a new trailer for Super Mario Bros. We finally got to hear Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. And he actually did the Seth Rogen laugh. I can't believe it. I was saying this as a joke the whole time. He was like, hey, Mario. <laughs> like, he did the fucking laugh. And then he just talks like Seth Rogen. He's not even putting on any type of voice. None of them are. He's just like, now you die, Mario. <laughs> yeah, but why no, do you even... You don't do it. Why no, do you even get smoking, Seth Rogen if he's not going to be Seth Rogen? I mean, right. if it's a cartoon movie, I mean... It's I mean, just... I mean, you have to. It's just funny because they started doing this 15, 20 years ago where... Um, like, you would have cartoons. Like, when we were growing up, we had The Lion King. Mm -hmm. And sure, Matthew Broderick was in it, but, like, that wasn't a big deal. Um, Little Mermaid, there was no one famous. Plenty of these Disney cartoons. But then they were like, well, wait, hold on. The parents are the ones that have to take these kids. Right. So if we just put stars that the parents like, then they'll be more likely to take the kids to the theater. Yeah, let's put like, hey, maybe we get Robin Williams to put in this Disney right. cartoon movie. Yeah, yeah, because sure. like I really don't have any like need to see the Super Mario Bros movie. I really don't. I'm sure my son will want to see it. Right. But like, yeah, having Seth Rogen in it, I guess, <laughs> and seeing that little clip of him, it's like, all right, let's see if yeah. he smokes a joint or something. Let's see if he smokes <laughs> weed in another scene. Hey Mario, you want to hit? <laughs> I mean, it's got it's got. He throws a barrel at him, but it's like this is a weed in the barrel. What are you doing? <laughs> it's got good people in it, you know. I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. Chris, Charlie Day is Luigi. Chris Pratt. 
Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Mm. Yeah, Chris Pratt, who he, mm. he did the Lego movie. I feel like it should go to someone else. <laughs> he's got he's got cartoon under lock right now. Yeah, he's just over. Yeah. He's just overused right now. He is. You know, Jurassic World, uh, Star Lord. Well, that might be Lego movie. movie, Mario. It's too many yeah. big. Uh, too, it's too many. Yeah. He's not The Rock. He's not Arnold. He shouldn't be in this many things. Well, yeah. It's too much. We also had another trailer for Shazam, but I, I, every time I see a new trailer, I want to see this movie less and less. Yeah. I don't even know if it's necessarily worth it to even do a hogwash episode on it the week it comes out. I don't know. I don't... I liked the first one, but this one doesn't look like it's going to be it as fun. It looks like shit. I think it's like it's, some of the jokes are going to land flat. I think know. that Adam Driver 43 movie comes out the same week. Oh, the, the dinosaur yeah. movie? Yeah. That, that I'd, ra- I'd rather see that for that sure. That would be more fun. <laughs> so, so are we not giving that movie any goodwill from the first one? Are we just immediately like, it just looks that bad. We're not going to give it any benefit of the doubt? For me, I think it's tough because like, what, know, none of these movies are going to connect with anything in the future anyways. Right, yeah. exactly. What so did you think of the first one? I enjoyed the first one. I mean, it wasn't amazing. Yeah, it, it, was, it was okay. It was okay. It was good. That's how I felt, too. I enjoyed Same. it. This, yeah. this just doesn't look good, though. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And now there's give it a shot, but. five Shazams? Yeah, that's what I don't like, is that his whole family are Shazams. That's what I didn't, you know, like, you could have done that as a one-off in the first movie, but they're still all Shazam. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, kind of weakens it, but we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll see forty three first, and then we'll see what the reviews are like for Shazam. I can't imagine it's going to be good, but we'll see. Uh, also, uh, Tobey Maguire is making it well known that he wants to play Spider Man again. Yep. In a recent uh, interview, he's like, "Yeah, if they called, I'm so ready. Like, let's go." And there's. Rumors that he's going to be coming back as Spider-Man in in the near future, and even possibly be in Avengers: Secret Wars, which would be amazing. That's that's some time away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got right. robbed of Spidey Four. I mean, right? Yes, just do that. Seriously, like ha- like do Spidey Four where it doesn't even have to be a part of the MCU, and you could tell your own story. Yeah, it just- doesn't have to be connected. Yeah, just do a Spidey for 15, 20 years later. Yeah. Just him now. That's what I've always always wanted a Spider Man movie where he's older. Yes. Wasn't there going to be a Sam Raimi Raimi, uh, Spider Man 4? Sam Sam Raimi. Raimi. Josh. Yeah, that was back in 2008. 2008. 2008, and they got canceled because the third one was so bad. Uh, No, that one sounded horrible. Mm. But it's been a while. It was going to be Vulture, and then instead of Black Cat, Vulture's daughter was going to be, like, the love interest. And oh. It was just like, now he's got three love interests? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. And uh, John Malkovich was going to apparently play Vulture. That that sounds good, but I think he was just going in the wrong direction. They realized that with the third hmm. movie. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But still, I would want to see a full movie with Tobey Maguire. It was nice to get a little taste in the last Spider-Man. You yeah. know, one where not where everyone, all the Spider-Men are not crying the whole movie, Correct. preferably. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. A fun Spider-Man movie. What's that? They made two with Tom Holland. Then they were like, "Well, <laughs> let's let's make everyone sad and fucking crying the whole movie." That's what everyone wants, right? 
Only half the movie. And Spider-Man 2 was pretty fucking fun, too. It was. There were sad moments, but it was pretty fucking fun. Certainly was. All right, moving on. So we talked about The Last of Us earlier. It's funny because Josh and I did the episode two review Mm -hmm. last Thursday night. And we were saying, like, it's probably going to be... They're probably going to announce, like, any day that... (laughs) That night, maybe? It was renewed the next morning. Yeah, they they announced that it was renewed for a second season. Because what we say it was like a twenty two percent increase week over week. Yeah, it got more viewers at, uh, week two, which is awesome. Really? Yeah. Yes, that's, that's when you know a show is good. That's great. Yeah. Uh, the last of a showrunner, Craig Mazin, says season two will be adapted from the Last of Us Part Two game. That's great. So what that's that's thought. what that's what I figured would happen. Yeah. Right. Because season one has to end a specific way, and and it makes sense for the first game to be contained to season one. Uh, But he also says that um, The Last of Us Part Two could be more than one season because that game is so much bigger than the original. Like the story, it's a long fucking game. Okay. Um, And that was like my main criticism of the game was that it was a little just too long. The story just kept going. That's why, I mean, they've made some changes already in the first two episodes. Not nothing major, but I feel like they might change a lot about when they do season two and three. <clears throat> That's just my guess. But also, uh, episode one is free on YouTube. So if you haven't checked it out because you don't have HBO Max, um, it, it is for it is free on YouTube. Do yourselves a favor. Go see the first fucking episode. Yeah. It's definitely worth the time, for sure. Faux show. Also, Variety reports uh, a minor number of contestants on the upcoming reality show Squid Game The Challenge needed medical attention after a cold snap in England reduced temperatures at the filming location. Netflix released a statement saying any claims of serious injury are untrue. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) So I guess it's a good thing I didn't get picked. (laughs) Right. So... Uh, I'll tell the story now. I've okay, had to. Keep, I was wondering when you I've were had there. to keep quiet about this for months. But like last June or July, when I was still out of work, Josh and I were doing hogwash. We came up with this. We found the story that they're going to be doing a Squid Game reality show, and then just I did an impromptu audition on the show. Right. <clears throat> I was just like, "Hey Netflix, I'm ready to do the fuck. Let's go!" And then I sent it in. Like that that bullshit audition. I sent it in, and they contacted me. And then I had to do like a second audition like over Zoom with a casting director. And the problem was I knew that even if I got chosen, I wouldn't be able to do it because you have to go to London. And if you if you keep advancing, that's five weeks straight in London. And I just got this new job. They weren't going to let me leave for five weeks. So I was like, well, if they choose me to be one of the contestants, I'll have to turn it down. I still did the audition, but... I wasn't chosen, so that was kind of in the back of my head. I didn't have a great audition, I'll admit. I was still not uh, not sure about the uh, the show because uh, you know Squid Games. It's uh, terrifying. Yeah, you know Andrew. Well, it looks like they're already exactly. trying to kill people. <laughs> Andrew would have been there, and maybe he would have uh, not was, come back. I should have never told my son because he was so excited. Because <laughs> he hasn't watched the show, but oh, no. 
no. Because of like <laughs> how that is, like in Roblox, they have Squid Game levels. <laughs> oh no, do they really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I meant I imagine, but it's like a it's not gory. Tame. It's nothing like the show, right? Yeah, like right. It's nothing like the show, but obviously he knows about Squid Game. I should have told him, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fine. But I wasn't chosen. Looks like it's a good thing though, because it's kind of funny, interesting. So, because uh, in the in the audition, they're like, "Okay, yes, you're like everyone's gonna be sleeping in a giant warehouse for a month." Right. And I was like, "There's no way. There's no way they're actually doing that." Um, uh, apparently, because <laughs> well, <laughs> have you seen yeah, the maybe. show? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so true. if they're already doing that, they must be uh, maybe sometime later this year. It might be coming out. Yeah. Probably summertime. Yeah. Mm. Right. Very cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Maybe we'll review that. <laughs> and then I'm gonna be watching him like I would have won. I would have won this whole fucking thing. <laughs> Damn it. Just couldn't take the risk, man. Yeah. It's like I could try, I could what is it, four hundred and something? So it's a one in four hundred chance to win. That's not and I'd have to quit my job, my you know, so yeah. I still don't Not understand the premise of this. We've already seen Squid Games. We watched this with people dying in the show. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, we're going to do Squid Games. But, oh, no, they just fell into some foam blocks. <laughs> exactly. Why yeah. are people going to give a shit about this? <laughs> well, know. also, Mr. Beast did one. He did his own version. Uh, wow. where he, and he had 436, I think it was. And uh, they even they also they have like blood packs like attached to them. So if you got eliminated, they would press the button and, psh, and it would just explode on them. So it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see who does it better. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Also, uh, Violent Night director Tommy Workola told the rap that he is actively working on a sequel. Okay, I'm listening. Yeah. I want to see more about his uh, origin story. That's right. Hopefully, we might get to see that. Valhalla. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, right. Aaron, you need to see Violent Night, by the way. I still have this on my to-do list. Uh, yes. Yep. It was so much fun. You'll love it. It was so much fun. It was Die Hard meets Santa Claus. I wanted to see it, and <laughs> it then awesome. it got to New Year's, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to watch a Christmas movie now. Right. It's still Christmassy weather. Yeah. Uh, what do you have? We'll come back to me at the end. Uh, I've got two quick things. Uh, the first one is a really sad one for me, even though it's kind of dark. Um, but <laughs> Rick and Morty seems like it might be limping on. Yeah. The co-creator, Justin Roiland, has been fired from the show. Roiland uh, has been formally charged with felony domestic violence charges dating back to 2020 one for domestic battery and another one for false imprisonment for anyone who doesn't know this is the guy who did the voice of both rick and morty and they've announced that they're gonna continue on right without him no yeah that's not gonna work nope the show's twitter tweeted adult swim is in an association with justin roiland rick and morty will continue the talented and dedicated crew are hard at work you know what you know you know know the only thing they could do the only thing they could do is do what south park did with chef and just take his old clips oh my god and then just make him say that Remember, the, <laughs> he's got oh a lot of God. words. He said a lot of words. Remember this the episode? Right. 
I'm going to make love to your asshole, children. <laughs> I want to stick my balls inside your rectum, cow. Oh, um, I mean, obviously. And then just have them both eaten alive by a bear and then come up <laughs> with new characters. Uh, uh, Royland's lawyer told NBC we're looking forward to clearing Justin's name and helping him move forward as swiftly as possible. It's too late. I mean, See, that's after... What, that's what late. they should wait, though, is if it goes... If, they, if he gets cleared or there's a settlement where... It's like okay, you know, he's innocent, or they settled, and we don't, and you don't know. Then it's like, well, right. That's what that's what sports teams do. Yeah. When one of these players inevitably gets accused of right. raping some woman or hitting some woman, the teams say, Massages. "Okay, let's wait and see what the legal process turns out as, and then we'll fire him." Right. Like, is there evidence? Like, there's no video. Or... I don't. I haven't read of any evidence, but it's uh, dating. It's stemming from uh, apparently an ex girlfriend of his. Mm. So I mean, who knows? I mean, it's with all this stuff. It's kind of. I mean, yeah. If you really he did, said, it, I, she said I get type it. Of but stuff. if he really did it, I get it. But like, you can't. Like this whole it idea of canceling premature. people, of canceling shit, and all this, and firing people without without actually knowing. Not only this, it's because dating... it's happened before. Right. Again, if it was true, I get it. Then he should be in fucking jail, obviously. But if it's not, then you can't rush to judgment. That's the point. Uh, but yes. like I was going to say, you know, this is stemming from 2020. So it's not something that's yeah. very okay. recent. Just say 2020. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. I mean, most of the time they did it. But this is how we lost Johnny Depp. It's true. Right. This is why he's yeah. not Captain Jack anymore. Yes. But like Rick and Morty is kind of like cursed because like a couple of years ago they had a, a season that was delayed because Dan Harmon, the other co-creator, uh, he had like a, a suicide attempt or something like that. So that paused mm. the show for a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, this uh, I, I love Rick and Morty. But man, this this show is just I don't I don't know. Maybe it's kind of weird. Maybe I should audition. You should certainly start working out some Rick and Morty voices for sure. Yeah, I've oh, never geez. tried to do the voice, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna attempt to do it for the first time on the show. But it's okay. We'll see next week. I could drink and do the burping for for, yeah. for Rick. <laughs> oh, my oh, Lord, oh my God, Morty! <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna no, fuck no, some no, shit no. up, Morty. Uh, so I just got That's a, pretty good. At, I think Aaron's got it. Honestly, you should hear got, his, uh, his burps. They're Fantastic. One last thing. Uh, HBO is canceling a couple more superhero shows because that's what they do. HBO Peacemaker? Max. No, Peacemaker is safe. Of course. So far. Uh, according to Deadline Hollywood, Doom Patrol and Titans, a Teen Titans uh, show, uh, are both going to be ending after their current seasons. They're in season four. That, no, just Titans, not Teen Titans. Well, right? no, it's Teen Titans, but it's called Titans. You know, it's a Teen Titans team. Uh huh. Yeah, but that's Team Titans. Titans. Yeah, but they just call it Titans. Are you sure? Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, okay. So, anyways, uh, well, whatever. I don't care about this. Sh- the okay. statement from HBO Max per IGN says, "While these will be the final seasons of Titans and Doom Patrol, we are very proud of this series and excited for fans to see their climactic endings." Is it because they're not teens anymore? I don't know. Is that why it's just Titans? I just thought it was kind of weird. So. You know that Batgirl was canceled by HBO Max, of course. Yeah. Which was Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser plays Fraser. a character. He plays... He plays a character on Doom Patrol. He Firefly? No, he plays uh, Robot Man or something like that in Doom Firefly Patrol. Firefly is the Batman villain, right? He would have been the Batgirl villain. 
Yeah, he was going to be Firefly in Batgirl. Yeah. So this is the second thing that was canceled by HBO Max that had Brendan Fraser in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I thought it's kind of interesting. Uh, so, yeah. Sure. So yeah. Uh, apparently, these were cost-cutting moves, so still mm. trying to save some money. Yeah, that merger didn't go the way they thought it would. No, it did not. It's been a big problem. Uh, all right, so I thought we should talk about the Oscar nominations because it's actually very interesting this year. Okay. And I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that the Oscars are not popular like they used to be. Right. Like the ratings. Like the um, the Golden Globes was on a Tuesday this year. It was like a couple weeks ago. The Golden Globes was on a Tuesday night. Like it's always on a Sunday. Right, but right. nobody's ever cared about the Golden Globes. They've cared, especially when Ricky Gervais was the host. Like they got sure, huge ratings sure, with him, but sure, it was oh, the fact. Sure, the fact is it was always on a Sunday because it the all those award shows brought big ratings. So the fact that it was on a Tuesday now is like what the fuck? Yeah, and we were dying. excited because um, uh, because Kei Hui Kwan got Best Supporting Actor right yep. uh, for, for everything, everything everywhere. Uh, Michelle Yu she got Best Comedic Actress I think for the Golden Globes as well. Uh, but this is cool because. I think, again, this has to do with ratings, but they have 10 movies nominated for Best Picture. Everything, Everywhere All at Once is in there. Correct. <laughs> it's not going to win, but at least it's nominated. Fucking better. They also nominated Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I mean, like, that's fine. No, that's, no, I'm that's, just... I'm that's, just so, that's what they've been doing lately, is they've yeah. been putting more like popular, like, this is not an Oscar movie, but... We know the dumb people like this movie, so I guess let's throw well, it in like, there. Well, it's like, hey, maybe the Top Gun fans will watch the Oscars thinking that right. it'll win, but of course it's not going to win. Right. No. Uh, right. If it does, that really tells you that they're like, Rigged. okay, fine, Rigged. we'll just right. we'll just do this for ratings. Uh, <laughs> Avatar, The Way of the Water is nominated. Get the fuck Avatar. Out of here. Elvis is not. That movie sucked ass. That one My win. dad is the biggest Elvis fan, and he also hated that movie. And I was wa- oh my god yeah and then the rest I don't even fucking know what these movies are oh the Fablemans isn't that about Spielberg I don't know Women Talking that got nominated for Best Picture I don't know that's the movie title have either of you seen Fablemans because that's that's Spielberg's no. movie right that's, yeah yeah it's yeah. about him right or it's about how I don't know if it's oh. about him but I know that's his movie. You didn't see it, though? Okay. No, I haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it. So that's Best Picture, 10 movies. They've they've only done 10 movies a couple times. It shows you they're desperate. Best Actor. Uh, I don't really. Yeah, the fucking Elvis guy for Best Actor. Mm. Brendan Fraser. I don't care about that. Best Actress. Uh, Michelle Yeoh is yep. nominated. Yep. Ana de Armas is nominated for Blonde. That's the Marilyn Monroe movie. Oh, we didn't see that one. Yeah. Uh, hold on, let me pull up. Where's the re- best supporting actress? This is what I like: Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once for Hot Dog Fingers, Hot Lady. Dog Fingers, and uh, the one that played the daughter. Um, oh, wow. oh, really? Stephanie Hugh. I don't know how to pronounce this last name. That's but, cool. But That's like, cool. they're both nominated. I would, I would say the daughter should win. The daughter was really good. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, she was really good. Uh, this was also pretty cool too. Angela Bassett was nominated for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Okay, even good, though the movie was modeling. not great, like she did a good job in it. Yeah, does she? Um, does she spoil it? 
Until she spoiler alert. So, I don't want to until say until she spoiler alert. Until something spoiler alert. Wow. Very yeah. smooth, Josh. Hey, Aaron didn't see the movie yet, but very, hey, I didn't say very, what happened. Very subtle. Hey, Josh. Aaron, in the movie, Angela Bassett's character spoiler alerts. That's right. So you don't know what you it know, is. You know, you just safeguard. She could have gotten married. You're such an she idiot. She could have gotten married. You're oh, such uh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> spoiler so alert. Stupid. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh my God. Married. My bad. This, this is going to be Josh spoiler next alert. week. So I was with this girl, and then I spoiler alert all over her face. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's terrible. In Aaron. Black Panther, um, the water comes, Kisses. and then Angela Bassett um, spoiler alerts in the water. Spoiler <laughs> alerts. Yes. You don't want to say you what are it is. such you a jackass. Spoiler alert! Hey, Josh, Josh, yeah. did you see Seven? Because at the very end, there's a spoiler alert in the box, <laughs> and she and she had her spoiler alert cut off. <laughs> I have not seen. Seven, and then he so. spoiler alerted him in the head. Okay, that might be a little bit of a spoiler God, alert. Holy shit! Now we need to have a movie channel where Josh just reviews. Movies and it's like, don't worry, guys, it's spoiler free. And he just does like five minute recaps. <laughs> I could do that. Oh. And then if, if Spider Man just... No Way Home, Green Goblin stabs Aunt May with the glider, but don't worry because then that's where Aunt May spoiler alerts. <laughs> if you just said spoiler alert, Tom nobody Holland. knows what you're talking about. And then Tom uh. Holland's crying and he's like, I can't believe Green Goblin. Spoiler alerted Aunt May. I'm going to kill him for that. I'm going to spoiler alert. I'm going to spoiler alert. And then the other Spider-Man show up and they're like, hey, I'm sorry that your Aunt May spoiler alerted. (laughs) And then next they have Aunt May's Spoiler alert! Funeral? What? No! That, no! You no, idiot! No! No! That that would be giving up too much, Andrew. Oh yeah. Okay. Of course. Jesus. You are Jesus, Andrew. A jackass. Come Painful. on. Come on. Uh, Kei Kwan is also nominated for best supporting actor. Yes. So like they're all nominated. I hope at least one of them wins. Uh, Daniel Kwan is uh, both the the directors are nominated. It's a directing team. Daniel Kwan and oh, Daniel right, right, Schneidhart. Right. It's, are they separate? That'd be weird if one of them wins it. I, that doesn't make sense to me. No. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they would win together, obviously. If, if that movie doesn't <clears throat> sweep the Oscars, then something is serious. It, it, well, it won't. It's not, Aaron. It, it, it won't. Spoiler it has, alert. That's, that's gonna, but that's going to show everybody watching, this is why I don't watch the fucking Oscars. Yeah. It's going to win. It, uh, it has the most nominations. It has 11 noms. Right. Uh, best original screenplay. So... Pretty cool. I'm excited Wait, go about back. that. What was that one movie? <clears throat> what what movie? Go I'm going back. Animated short. My year of my year of dicks. <laughs> what is that? All right, we'll review that next week. <laughs> what is that? It's an animated movie. It's an animated short. Um, yeah, it looks like she's <laughs> looks like she's getting dicks. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> That's so weird. I'm sorry. I saw you scrolling by that, and I was like, we can't scroll by that. My year of dicks is. About the film writer Pamela Ribbon's sexual awakening during her teenage years in 1991. Oh my god, it's really about dicks. That's amazing. No. The internet can't stop talking about my year of dicks. <laughs> this isn't a story you get to see very often. Spoiler alert. Oh my god. Dude, it's Holy only shit. it's like free online. I'm gonna watch this shit tonight. <laughs> 
And I'll give my... Don't worry, guys, because I'll give my spoiler-free review... <laughs> Next week. It's good. Spoiler. And then and then she meets, she goes out with her new boyfriend, and then he spoiler alerts inside her, and she's pregnant. I mean, and then she's spoiler spoiler alert. Jesus. She goes to the doctor, has a test, and the doctor says, congratulations, you're spoiler alert. And, and exactly, also, that can mean so many different things. And also, by the way, you tested positive for spoiler alert. <laughs> And then she decides she doesn't want the baby, so she goes to the clinic and she has a spoiler alert. Well, that, that that only leads to one option, Andrew. She has a she has a spoiler alert. Shin. Jesus, yeah. you see what you did, Josh? <laughs> Good God! That's a shirt that we need. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, now we do. <laughs> Stupid. Ass. Oh right. Well, that's everything. <laughs> Let's get to kick ass. Yes. Because I love this movie. I remember this came out in 2010. And me uh, me and Aaron actually saw it together. Yes. I remember you knew some stuff about the comics. Not a whole lot, honestly. Maybe I, you researched it before. Oh, this was a comic? Because you were like, oh, this is great. Because like, she shoots guys in the dicks and everything. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, I kind of mostly went in blind, though. I, I don't mm. think I read the comic. Um, okay. I just wanted to go in blind and see what the movie was. Apparently, it's... Way darker in the comics, wow. yeah. Like, like yeah. which is, I'm glad this was. I mean, this was a grit, this was rated R, so like the blood's there, the violence is there, but also like the jokes are there. It's like it's just a great movie all around, yes. <clears throat> like it gets dark at times, but then it's lighthearted, it's funny, like it makes you laugh, it makes you cry. The action is really good. Matthew Vaughn directs, uh. I really like him. He did the first X, he did X-Men First Class when they did the reboot. Uh then he did Kick-Ass. They asked him to do Kick-Ass 2, but he wanted to make the Kingsman movies. Also fucking awesome. The first two Kingsman movies well, not all are really them. good. Uh he was responsible for the third one, which was not good. He did the Kingsman? Yes. Oh, but God. Matthew Vaughn, he's uh what he's uh, three for four? Three for four, at least in my uh, seven fifty batting no, average. That gets you paid. Sorry, four for five. He's four That's for five. Yeah, the fir- the first Kingsman movie feels just like this movie. Oh yeah, it's got some of the same All people. The yes, and everything, but yes. Um, the biggest difference from twenty ten to now is how Aaron Taylor doesn't even look like the same person. It's like he yeah. he turned into like Brock Lesnar or something. Really. I, I just watched a couple weeks ago. Uh, I finally got around to seeing uh, Bullet Train. Bullet Train. And he's just like this big, full-grown, yeah. ripped dude. And seeing him as like a scrawny child in this was just like shocking. Uh, he's Tangerine. Yeah, he's yeah. going to play uh, Craven this he's year. He's going to play Craven. That's right. Which he kind of looks like Craven. Um, yeah, yeah. Either of you see Tenet? No, that's not, not yet. my watch. I watched it's all of list. Tenet, and again, there's a character in the movie, and then like by I watched it a bunch of times because you have to if you want to understand it, and like by the third viewing, I'm like, wait a minute, that was kick ass this whole time because mm. Aaron Taylor's in it and he's just super fucking buff. I did not realize it was him. Like it's fucking crazy. Interesting. How Jack this guy got? He looks like a fucking child in this movie. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and his wife is like 30 years older than him. It's fucking weird. Damn. Yeah. 
But uh, no, I like how the beginning, like it set everything up uh, with that one kid diving off the roof. Everyone's applauding him, and then he just crashes into a car. It just sets up what type of movie this is. <laughs> this is um, not me. That guy had a mental disorder. <laughs> yeah, and I like how, I mean, he's basically Peter Parker. We're like, you know, he's just a nerd. He has a couple friends. No one really cares about him. Um, and there was also a lot of like parodying of Spider-Man where he's like, no, like my uncle wasn't killed or anything. It was just, you know, my mom died of a brain aneurysm and oh, yeah. so like that was it. But I love how like the first 10 minutes just sets up the whole movie. Right. Uh, I like when they're in the comic book store and he Dave approaches, you know, McLovin, uh, Chris and the bodyguard just is like, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first time we saw that we fucking cracked up in the theater. And then McLovin's dad torturing that guy while he claims he got robbed by Batman. And they're like, that's the worst fucking excuse I've ever heard. And then cuts one of his fingers off. And then Frank gets in the limo with his son. And they're talking about what they're going to get at the movie theater. Meanwhile, you hear like them <laughs> shooting the guy to death. <laughs> and Frank's like, uh, Olive and Icy mixed. You know, like when they mix the red one and the blue one. <laughs> he went into a lot of detail. I know we're going to get into all the different killings that they did, but yeah. I just thought like all the killings that the, the bad guys did to try uh -huh. to extract information, yes. they were all pretty fucking they hilarious. They were fucking great. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's just what this movie is. It's a bunch of like little scenes that are all like fun mm -hmm. uh, and just funny. But yeah, David, his friend get robbed uh, while a grown man just watches and does nothing about it. Dave makes like he's you know it's a voiceover the whole time and he's like what the look at this fucking asshole so Dave finally figures he's got to do something about it he orders a superhero costume online and he feels like a million bucks when he puts it on even if he looks pretty stupid <laughs> uh with his Timberlands <laughs> that's like the worst part of the costume that's so, that's so <laughs> uncomfortable to yeah. wear and to run in yeah exactly I guess maybe he wanted do they have steel toe Timberlands I don't know, Josh. I don't wear Timberlands. Uh, so then we intro Nicolas Cage and his daughter, played by uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, who was like 12 at the time of this movie. And for most people, like this is the first time you've ever seen her. Like she's a child actress and like she's she's the star of this movie, really. Yes. Yeah. For like reals. she's the best part. And it's funny because like she's she's still a working actress now as an adult, but yeah. Like, she's not nearly as famous as she was when this movie came out. No. She's got a show on Amazon right now. I yeah. what it is. Um, some type of... It starts with a P. Yeah, it's... it's not paranormal, but it's something like that. It's kind yeah. of Matrixy. Yeah, a little bit Matrixy. I haven't watched it, though. But, like, yeah, you know, he's shooting... He's like, you're going to be fine, baby doll. Bam, shoots her right in the chest. That's something you don't see in, no. you know, any movie. Just... A fucking 12-year-old girl getting shot in the chest. Well, there's a lot of things in this movie you wouldn't, wouldn't see anymore for sure. And I like how she, like, he's like, all right, two more rounds. And she negotiates, like, you know, bowling and ice cream. Yeah, uh, so for, it's great. And then, like, when they're in the bowling alley, she's like, she says she wants, like, a Barbie doll or something like that. And Nicolas Cage is about to, like, have a heart attack. He looks heartbroken. He's yeah. like, huh. And she's what? like, I'm just fucking with you, Dad. And he's like, oh, you always take me for a loop. It's like, he's so corny. But like, he was so fucking good in this movie. Yeah. It just goes to show, like, Nicolas Cage is just the type of actor where you put him in a bad movie, he's going to be terrible. But if you put him in a good movie, he's going to be amazing. 
He's got range. Is this like his last good movie? Because he's not the star. He's supporting actor, but still, like, he has a big enough role where it's like, I mean, this he was still... No, he had to have made something good after this. Mm. I would have to look. I mean, the uh, unbearable weight of massive talent was pretty good, but he's playing himself. It's a parody. Yeah. but yeah, I mean that was then he made like Knowing and Next and all those shitty movies that all flopped. Then it was like, right. well, you're done, right? Yeah, he was in Snowden. He had a small part in Snowden, which I think was around that time as a few years later, and this he was might, good. Shit, this might have been. Yeah, let's see. Kick ass. Sorcerer's Apprentice was fun. Ghost I never saw Rider. it. Ugh. No, no, no. Ghost Rider. Those were bad. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Rage, but, Outcast. Uh, the runner. People said that pig one was good, where it's like John Wick, but instead of a dog, it's a pig. People said it was legit good. I think Fuck, it, I think it was kick ass. Yeah. Man. Wow. Yeah, uh, see, there's we pig. didn't even we didn't even know it at the time. Right. But this was his la this was the last yeah. moment of Nick Cage. Damn. Probably. Yeah. It's crazy. And he was so fucking good in this. Dude, and like back then you would just see any movie, like if if Nick Cage is in it, you're seeing it. Yeah, because this was still not that far removed from fucking Face Off. Right. Con Air. He was still fucking Nick Cage then. Lord yeah. of War. Yeah, he was great in Lord of War. Absolutely. So anyways, um, uh, where the fuck are we? Dave Trains, he... He starts like planning for the Matrix building jump, but he pussies out. Uh, he sees the same guys who robbed him breaking into cars, and he changes into the costume and confronts the guys. But he's immediately stabbed and then run over by a car. And this and was... like the first time you see that, it's shocking because you never expect it to go that way. <laughs> well, because I haven't seen this movie, I was like, oh, so they killed off the first the first guy in the first scene. Yeah. He was, he was, you know, uh, had mental problems. Right. And I was like, oh, fuck, they just killed somebody else? Yeah. What the fuck? That's why <laughs> this movie cool. is so good, because you don't... That's not how these movies usually open. No. But just his very first moment, his very first suit up, and he gets stabbed in the fucking stomach. Mm-hmm. That would never show. happen in any DC or Marvel superhero right. movie. But that's what would happen in real fucking life. Exactly. And that's, that's why it's so good. Right, right. A lot of real life, yeah. There's also, like, a little, like... There's small little scenes with actors that have a couple lines, like when Frank's number one guy, like the doorman, is like, "Oh, why, why, why don't I have a gun anymore?" He's like, "You're a doorman. You don't you don't have a gun anymore." Like, he's like, "But come on." He's like, "I'm in this stupid outfit." He's like, "No, you look sharp. Look at all them buttons." Like, just it's like, it's good stuff. It's good. I also like the transition from Frank like turning like into Cage drawing him. Like where he's like, I think we oh, better right. find out what's really going on. And then he's like slowly turns into a cartoon. I like that. Yeah. And uh, Cage gave his daughter two knives for her birthday. She was super excited about that. Those come into play later. Uh, then we have, you're talking about the torture scenes. Frank's number one guy, Joe, right. puts that guy in the giant microwave. <laughs> and he microwave. just explodes. <laughs> Uh, what were you thinking there? Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Dave is basically Wolverine now because they put metal all over his, his body to fix him up. And uh, his dad thought he was raped because they threw away the costume. <laughs> and he was like, well, you were found without clothes. And he was like, no, they threw my clothes away. And that turned into like a big 
rumor in the school. And that's his big concern. It's not, hey son, how yeah. are you doing? But hey son, you're not you're not gay, are you? You're not tainted, are you? You weren't you weren't <laughs> raped, were you? Yeah. Sam was like, oh thank God. Was this one of those like gay rape beat up things? <laughs> yeah. So Dave's crush, Katie, asked him out to coffee, but only because she thinks he's gay now. Uh, so Dave gets back in the costume. He creates a MySpace page. A MySpace page for uh, kick-ass. That's old school. The year was 2010, and MySpace was barely hanging on. No they worse said, way to date a movie than fucking hey, MySpace. I think MySpace paid to be in this. Like, hey, please. Please, my God. I remember Fox bought MySpace for like a billion dollars. And then like a year later, it was worth a million dollars. Tom made so much money. Tom, oh, <clears throat> he's on Twitter. It's Good funny. on you, buddy. For sure. He was in my top eight. <laughs> That's really sad then. If <laughs> your top eight was Tom, Jesus, Jesus, Josh. I thought it was everybody's. Uh, so Dave's first mission is looking for a lost cat. However, Dave ends up uh, getting involved with three guys beating up someone. And his batons are his only offense. Obviously, he doesn't know how to fight, but he has his, like, little baton things. Right. And uh, Kick-Ass tells some teen to call 911, but instead he just tells everyone in the cafe and they film it. Finally, one guy pulls a knife and asks, you know, Dave, you'd rather die and help some piece of shit that you don't even know. And Dave says, three assholes laying into one guy while everyone else watches. And you want to know what's wrong with me? Such a good yeah, fucking line. Yeah, I'd rather die. So bring it on. I love that line. It's great. It's so good. good. It represents what he's all about. Yeah. So the cops are heard coming, so the bad guys run away. And then the teenage, teenager asks Dave, who are you, while filming him. And he says, I'm kick-ass. And Thanks then you just see me. the hits going up on YouTube. He's got thousands of MySpace friends. He's in all of their top eights. <laughs> God. Oh, I wish we can go back into those accounts just to see, remember what it was like. What, what, what are wars? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Like we used to send each other messages and stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, so yeah, Kick-Ass becomes internet famous. Uh, Katie tells Dave about this guy who's been harassing her at the needle exchange that she volunteers at. So oh, that's right. He, he goes and pays the guy a visit. You know, he says, stay away from Katie. And he gets, I mean, for a guy that, for like a teenage kid who's been stabbed and almost died, he sure is brave. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, stay away <laughs> from Katie or else I'll come back here and break your fucking legs. But this guy's a gang member. He has lots of gang member friends and they're about to just straight up kill him. But then, yes, a big ass blade goes through this guy's chest. <clears throat> La 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 None of us were fucking prepared for this. No. No. Oh, God. That little girl was such a badass. I mean, in theaters, we're just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Holy shit. And she just is like, okay, you cunts. Let's see what you can do now. She says cunt. And she's not just kicking their ass. She's cutting their fucking legs, legs off, off and stabbing them in the chest. Killing all, every single all one all of them. smiling at kick-ass. Yeah. And he's like horrified. That's the best part. It's like every time she kills a guy, she turns around and looks at him like, eh? <laughs> he's like, that one. He's like, oh no, what the fuck? <laughs> well, that, that was one of the things that I started to pick up on this movie was like, Kick-Ass really wasn't much of a superhero. It was the people around him that were, yeah. you know, yeah. it was uh, Big, yeah. uh, Big Daddy and uh, 
and what was hit, the girl's hit girl? Name? Hit girl, yeah. Those yeah, Kickass was never the hero. He no. was an inspiration. Is what right, it was. right. Kickass's superpowers were bravery, Josh. Uh, yes, don't forget that courage. Yes. So yeah, Hit Girl takes everyone out except for this one guy that she didn't notice, but Big Daddy sniped him. Uh, Hit Girl jumps the building, but Kick-Ass Pussy's out again, so he doesn't get to go with them. Uh, but they do visit him at his house shortly after, and Kick-Ass asks, like, how do, you, how do I get a hold of you? And Hit Girl says, contact the mayor's office. They shine a light in the sky. It's in the shape of a giant cock. <laughs> <laughs> this girl's like 11 or 12. Uh, amazing. Oh my God. And again, like just talking about how it's like a bunch of little scenes, like a 30 second scene of Big Daddy and Hit Girl, like interrogating a criminal and then crushing him to death in his fucking car. Like just that little thing. Yeah. And then this so 11 weird. year old girl who just watched a guy get crushed to death. She's like, oh God, what a pussy. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> Uh, then we have Cage's ex-partner, Marcus, find his hideout. And this is one of my favorite scenes. He reads the comic that Cage made for his daughter to explain their whole story. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know, Cage was like a super cop and Frank D'Amico had Cage framed for drugs and his wife OD'd while he was in jail and Mindy was born and Marcus kept her for five years until he got out of jail. Um and Marcus is like telling him to like, you know, stop all this and you're brainwashing Mindy. Cage says, I made it into a game. And then Marcus tells him, you owe that kid a childhood. And my, this is my favorite line from Nick Cage in the movie because he's like, I'll tell you who owes her a childhood. Frank D'Amico! It just shows just yeah. how full of rage he is. Yeah. But it's also the first moment where it's like, oh shit, he, he is fucking his kid up. Yeah, of like, course. Like if he didn't have that daughter, then yes, he should be doing everything he's doing. But... You have the daughter, right. dude. What are yeah. you fucking doing? Yeah. So Frank thinks Kick-Ass is killing all of his men, so he puts a hit out on him. But then shortly after, he spots Kick-Ass walking the streets and kicks his ass and shoots him in the head. And Movie over. <laughs> uh, I forgot this actor's name who plays Frank, but he's so awesome. In everything I've seen him in, he's so good. Mark he, Strong? Mark Strong, yes. Yeah. I feel like it only plays villains. Uh, he was he a good guy in Kingsman. Does, except his baby face turn in Kingsman where he's fucking amazing. Well, he's always a baby. He was always good. Not a turn. Well, I mean, in Kingsman. that movie yeah. he was. I mean, but, from the rest I mean, of his career. I mean. Because you saw the Kingsman, it was so jock. You should really see the first two because they're good. I mean, especially the first one. I'd seen the first Kingsman, oh, the okay. one with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. The first Kingsman yes. movie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Sam Jackson was great. That was Incredible. the crap one? No, that was a good one. Oh, I thought he said that was a crap one. No, that was no. a good one. The, the crap one was the king's man. Yes, yes. That's why I was like, what? Okay, sorry. Wrong same so, page. finds out that that was just like a guy in a kick-ass costume going to like, you know, a kid's birthday party. <laughs> and like Frank's doing coke in his room and he's like, mommy, I want a kick-ass party. Dumb little fuck. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, so funny. his son walks in on him while he's doing cocaine. <laughs> Uh, but that's because Chris has a plan on how to get kick-ass, so Chris becomes the Red Mist, and they stage him stopping a bad guy. They had to fuck over one of their guys, and he's like, we have to fuck someone over, like Louie. Like, hey, no, not Louie. Tony. Tony. Yeah, Tony's a scumbag. Tony's an asshole. <laughs> that was actually pretty And then Frank plan. is like, Tony. Hands <laughs> up the papers. It's fucking great. So, yeah, Chris becomes Red Mist. He contacts Kick-Ass on MySpace to team up and introduces him to the Mist Mobile. It's a pretty cool car. Uh, 
Then Chris uh, takes Dave to the warehouse, but it's on fire because everyone is dead inside. And right. uh, Chris grabbed a teddy bear from the building and brought it to his dad because it had a camera in it. He was like, oh, remember that teddy bear when you would use it for the babysitter? <laughs> and when he plugs it in, you see like it's like the babysitter in the bathroom. <laughs> I, I appreciate you pausing it so we could see that. That was great. Yeah, you like that, huh? That was interesting. Uh, so then they watch the recording of another maybe the best scene. Of Big Daddy just brutally killing everyone in the warehouse. It was basically like a John Wick scene where well, he's just shooting everyone. It's a, it's like one take. Well, it was really cool, like a really dark Batman almost. Uh, yeah. I just I just finished watching... Um, I never said Batman! <laughs> never said Batman. Uh, I just finished watching one of the DC movies, um, Flashpoint Paradox. And in Flashpoint Paradox... Oh, the cartoon? The cartoon. Uh, Batman didn't... Uh, Bruce Wayne didn't live. It was Thomas Wayne. And in Thomas Wayne, yeah. Yeah. Batman fucking used guns yep. and was a badass. So this kind of reminded me of him for a little bit. Do so you know who the shit. Joker is in that universe? It's Thomas Wayne's wife. Yeah. yeah. Bruce's mom. Yeah. yeah. Martha yeah. Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Pretty dark, interesting. Dark. This, this movie changed my mind. We had the, when we were watching the Nolan Batman trilogy, there was the, okay, who was the best Batman? Was it, was it, uh, uh, was it Michael Keaton? Christian Bale. Was it Christian Bale? <laughs> and we all had different answers. I mean, for me, how do you get a better Batman than Nick Cage in this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty he great. doesn't play it long enough. <laughs> yeah, no, he was awesome. Uh, so Dave's had enough pretending to be gay, so he goes to Katie's room at night, dresses kick-ass, like, surprise! And, of course, she freaks out. Starts beating him up, but he takes off his mask, tells her he's kick-ass, and he's also not gay. And then he starts to leave, but she's like, you could stay. And he's like, stay, like, when we have our, you know, sleepovers? And she just, like, <laughs> smiles and shakes her head no. Spoiler mm -hmm. alert. And, like, when this movie came out, she was also, she was also the great white buffalo in Hot Tub Time Machine. It's the same actress. Like, at the time... I was like obsessed with this actress because she's so smoking hot. And when he finally kisses her and he touches her boobs, I mean, it was. Ah, just... ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and then like her, like them fucking in the alley was great. It takes oh, you no, back no. to when you were a teenager. Yep. Oh, no, You're like, well, I can't go home. So I got to fuck you somewhere. Fucking a weird place. This movie yeah. was the same time as Hot Tub Time Machine? Yes. Oh, Actually, wow. okay. it was like Hot Tub Time Machine was the year prior. Okay. I think it was 2009, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So uh, Red Mist tells Kick-Ass that they're both being hunted, and he's like, well, can Big Daddy and Hit Girl help? So they contact them. And uh, I, li I like how they showed Nicolas Cage, like, putting on the eye makeup and the fake facial hair. Right. So that he looks different. That was good. Um, good touch. Yeah. But, like, imagine, like, Batman, like, if he had, like, a full beard. <clears throat> like, if he just didn't give a fuck, you know? <laughs> And then when they get there, Red Mist shoots Hit Girl out of the window, and Frank's men kidnap Big Daddy. Also, Chris's bodyguard takes the bazooka, which oh, comes into play later. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He real. spoiler alerts the bazooka, and then the bazooka spoiler alerts out of... Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so Frank's men live broadcast them torturing Kick-Ass and Big Daddy. Uh, that was a great scene. The fucking actor that that plays Joe is so good there. Yeah, kind of like teasing. <laughs> yeah, everything that they're doing, it was really great. He's like, "What's?" He's like, "Hello, boys and girls." 
We're going to learn our ABCs today. <laughs> you know, uh, That's good stuff. The K for knuckle duster and starts beating the oh bitches out of him. It was brutal. So they're, he's about to light them on fire. He's like, gentlemen, time to die. And then phew, just get shot in the head. <laughs> the lights go out and we get a POV shot of Hit Girl with night vision goggles shooting the bad guys. It was like a video game and I loved it. Like even when she was reloading, it was like, oh, I'm out. Oh, I fucking love it. So they light Cage on fire and he's like telling her what to do as he burns alive. Yes. And I've looked at the IMDb trivia. Oh. He's yelling out comic books. <clears throat> like at one point he says, go to Robin's revenge. And apparently each time he yells something out, she does like something that happened in the comic in those comics that he's yelling out. Really? Oh. So that nice. was that's pretty cool. I I really didn't know what the fuck he was saying. I thought it was gibberish. So well, because okay. we know pretty Nick Cage is, is super into comic books, so that's like a nice yeah. That's a nice little nod there. Right. That's awesome. So Hit Girl kills all the bad guys. She's like shows over motherfuckers, shoots the camera, and Dave's friend Quicksilver. We have two Quicksilvers in this movie, but. Uh, the uh, the good one, <laughs> the one that played the good Quicksilver, he's like, I think I'm in love with her, dude. It's like, <laughs> she looks 11 years old. He's like, I don't care. I'll, I vow to save myself for her. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure that'll be a, a they'll be really tough for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that other guy is also in Hot Tub Time Machine. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of... That's uh, right, right. Yeah, he's really cool. We haven't seen him in a long time, though. Maybe because he probably still looks like a teenager, but he's too old to play one now. <laughs> yeah, he got yeah he, he, he got a little face. older. Or maybe they're like, sorry, we already have a Jonah Hill. Mm, like, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. But like, he's so good in these two movies and Kickass and in Hot Tub. I think Time he Machine. just kind of aged out of his kind of like I'm kind of you know yeah. nineteen twenty two. He was also yeah. in the office. That's right. That's right. He yeah. was. That's mm-hmm. right. Towards the end, one of the yeah. final seasons. Yeah. So uh, Hit Girl and Big Daddy have a really touching moment before he dies. Uh, yeah, that's hard to watch. but That was tough for it me. It was very yeah. powerful. Then Hit Girl drives Kick-Ass back to the safe house. I like how she's driving the, the Miss Mobile and not him. He's like 18, she's 12, and she's driving the car. Uh, they go back to the safe house. Hit Girl's still focused on the mission at hand. Um, she kind of has to talk Dave into it. And then she goes to the front door of Frank's place, all innocent, just in like her school uniform. <laughs> and it's like, it's a little good. What's the matter with you? you? You lost? You need some help, honey? And then she just puts her gun in his mouth. Fucking <clears throat> crazy. Shoots like the four guys that are down there. No, like no, no, she's no, no, a no. secret agent. Puts her gun in his mouth, shoots through his yeah. cheek into another guy. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Oof. She looked like a fucking secret agent at that point. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So then she goes to Frank's level. She's in the hit row costume now. She's killing a bunch of more guys. Uh, then Frank has like a dozen bodyguards ready. They're in this hallway and they're playing music and they're setting it up. And then finally she starts murdering all of them to reputation. And it's perfect for this scene. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, just her killing all of them. More bad guys come, but she's out of ammo. They send one guy in the room she's in with a machine gun. He just wildly shoots around. He looks back at the guy's like, eh? And then just two <laughs> knives, like right into his chest. He's dead. Amazing. Uh, then Chris's bodyguard walks into Frank's room and he's like, sir, everything's under control. 
And then he grabs the... <laughs> Chris is like, under That's control, right. you're grabbing a bazooka, you dumbass! <laughs> and even, like, Frank is desperate at this point. He's like, do it. Like, yep. blow up my place. He's like, yep. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Gotta fucking do it. And the big guy yells, uh, say hello to my little friend! He's about to fire, but then kick ass on a fucking jetpack with machine guns. The first huge pop moment. Flies up and shoots them. Because, like, a couple... There was a couple other scenes where they hinted because they bought something. Right. Like, oh, my right. God, this thing's going to be awesome. $300,000? Well, it's worth it. And you don't know what it is. It's they a fully functioning jetpack. With, with two chain gun. guns yeah. on either shoulder. <laughs> He's fucking war machine. Oh, my God. I don't know how he learned how to use it so quick, but that right. was amazing. She's like, she's like, you got to read the instructions. You need it in five minutes. And then they cut to Frank and Chris, and Frank's like... That is one weird sounding bazooka. <laughs> I love that line. I, I love that line. Uh, so then Kickass and Red Mist have a shitty fight, end up knocking each other out while Hit Row and Frank have the real fight and Hit Girl's feisty. Look, like, how could you make a fight between a 45 year old man and a 12 year old girl look good and they pulled it off? And That's you know, what's so amazing about this. And the best part about this fight for me was this whole movie, every time she's in a room, yeah. she's taken out 10 guys, she's taken out 15 guys, and she looks invincible, and yeah. then she fights this guy, yep. and one of the first things, he just, I can't remember if it's a punch or a kick, but he just levels her, and yeah. she just, blah, on the yeah. ground, and it's oh, like, yeah. oh, fuck, she's he just a destroyed girl. a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, she's in trouble. Yes, uh, but she fights back, you know, she bites him, she stabs him, I guess because he was being cocky or whatever. But, of course, he ends up beating her, and he looks over her, and he says, God, I wish I had a son like you. <laughs> Oof. Ouch. Ice fucking cold. Uh, so Frank's about to shoot Hit Girl in the head, but then you hear Kick-Ass, hey, why don't you pick on someone your own size? And he's holding the bazooka. Frank aims his gun at him, but fucking fires the bazooka. Frank flies out of the building and explodes. <laughs> I had, all right, I had the same reaction tonight watching this movie as I did 12, 13 years yeah. ago watching this with you in the theater. Oh, yeah. This, this moment in this movie, this was Mankind versus The Rock and fucking DX and the fucking corporation yeah. and then and then Stone Cold comes in so that's called the bazooka. The, that's that level of pop. I was yeah. standing up like, <laughs> yeah, so fucking good. Well, it was a good. It was amazing. I didn't see it coming. That's how you do it, man. So Kickass picks up Hit Girl, flies her home. She finally tells her. Uh, she finally tells him her real name. Um, and then we have like all the final stuff at the end. Mindy moved back in with Marcus. She started ninth grade. Some bullies are trying to pick on her, but of course she beats them up. Then the uh, the closing shot is Frank's son Chris vowing revenge. Little does he know his dad doesn't even fucking, you know, he thinks he's a little bitch. Right. And daddy never loved him. And he says, you know, as a great man once said, quoting Jack Nicholson in uh, Batman 89, wait till they get a load of me. And then fires the gun into the camera. Wow. What a movie. And this you're like, wow, I can't wait for the sequel when... Chris is the bad guy and Jim Carrey's in it? This sounds amazing. Don't. Don't see it. <laughs> Don't. Jim Carrey's in it? 
He's in the sequel. He is. Well, what's so bad about the sequel? I'm kind of curious now. Okay. Everything. Everything. Just watch it. We're not going to podcast. Hit Girl it, is like just watch a it. badass in this movie. Sure. Right? In the second one, her main like her main goal is to get my first kiss. I want my first kiss, and then they basically carry her like they do the uh, like the movie Carrie. Mm-hmm. We're like it's the same fucking thing from the movie Carrie. Like the 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 guy she has a crush on is like, hey, you want to go to the prom with me? And then they humiliate her. It was all a joke. And oh, then, so and it's then not she, really think anything like about this. And then she puts like X lax in their fucking food, and they just start farting and shitting. That sounds terrible. It's so dumb. Okay, I won't say it. I'm fine. And then Kickass's girlfriend, Katie, like ends up cheating on him. Like she just ends up complete, like being a complete bitch. Like nothing like her character in this movie. Like a sweet girl. It's like what is this movie? So it betrays everything that the first movie was. Absolutely. Okay. Well, easy enough. So yeah, don't so don't see it. All right. Kickass is like Matrix. Just stop here. Yeah. I, I like just, Matrix 2 and 3. Just, just, I thought those were just as strong as one. Well, then maybe you'll like Some this. of my favorite movies hey, of all time. Maybe you'll like Matrix. And maybe you'll like maybe you'll Kick-Ass, like Kick-Ass too, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. You guys <laughs> I mean, talk if you were in a podcast. You guys described it kind of... Uh, Say the words. You guys kind of described it kind of uh, kind of bad. Yeah, so I think I'll... I think I'll it's, not, it's not Kick-Ass, that's for yeah, sure. That's for sure. Uh, so, yeah, what would you... Josh, first time seeing it, what would you give it? Uh, I'm gonna give it a eight. An eight. You're yeah. a piece of shit. What? It's a really, really good movie. At least a nine. At least a nine. It's a nine out of ten. Fuck out of here. It's my system. It's a nine. It's a bad system. Uh, it works for me. So you make a better movie. I will. Yeah, I sure. will. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Yeah, it's it's easily a nine, maybe even nine point five. It's so much fun. So it's so good. This movie kind of got me interested in like. You know, because this movie was about just random people being superheroes, you know, yeah. being vigilantes and type type. I, I kind of was doing some research on if anybody has actually been a vigilante before. Uh-huh. And apparently there was a person in Seattle called Phoenix Jones. Uh-huh. And he was kind of like a vigilante in, uh, in Seattle for a while. But he ended up getting taken down on drug charges. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, so he was he was a vigilante for a while, but so, it didn't work out. So it was more like Watchmen. Maybe so. Oh, Maybe man. so. That's the that's the thing is is about Batman and Spider Man is like no one's actually like this in real life. No one like there wouldn't be someone as a superhero that wouldn't be corruptible. You know, just like all the politicians. You know, once you have power. Absolute power corrupts. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember hearing about this dude. Yeah, I mean, there's been other people that have. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's not gonna work. I thought it was kind of interesting, you know. But like as many comic book movies that there are that we watch that everyone watches, you think that some crazy person would be out there, you know, trying to do some vigilante shit. We gotta wait for like the mutations to really take effect to where someone has superpower. Like so far, we just have Joe Biden where his earlobes change. You know, some days he has earlobes, some days he doesn't have earlobes. That's just like a shitty mutation. Like he's like an X-Men reject. It's like, what? That's all you could do? No, we don't need you to fight. You're not you're not an X-Men. It's Mystique fucking up his ears. (laughs) All right, let's do fan questions and comments. Andy Piccone, uh, he says, is that's one weird sound of bazooka, a top five funniest line of all time. I I mean, so. 
I don't know about top five, but it's a fucking great line. It's, in the really, movie. it's really funny. It's really fucking funny. It's great. <laughs> That's what weird sound. <laughs> uh, Bobby the Mark Soydam meant to send this last week. I was at a midnight viewing of The Dark Knight Rises in 2012. When oh, we got wow. back to my friend's house, news broke about the shootings. Uh, and we all agreed never again. So my question is, do they do midnight screenings anymore? They do. Yeah. Was that the was that the ones in Colorado? Colorado, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was just it was one right. shooting, but yeah. Mm. With I haven't been to one since we worked at the movie theater. No, not at midnight. Yeah, because now they don't. Now you don't have to go at midnight. Because now, if you want to see a Thursday, they have showings as early as six o'clock. Six, yeah, that, seven yeah, o'clock. like when I saw when I saw Endgame, we saw it at like six, seven o'clock. So you don't have to see it at midnight. Just like Thursday anymore. evening. Yeah, yeah. Um, I re- I remember when that happened. The midnight showing, and then my mom was like trying her best to like convince me not to go to the movie theater, mm. and I was like, "Well, they got the guy. Like, I don't think he's gonna <laughs> come here." And, oh, the the compromise was we could go, but I wasn't allowed to wear my Batman shirt. Oh well, that was the compromise. That'll keep you safe. <laughs> that'll keep me safe. Only yeah, yeah. hunting for comic book fans. <laughs> yeah, good job, Miss Pisano. Uh, uh, Chief Nakahomer said, "I did the same for that movie. I felt so bad the next morning talking about how great the movie was. Even my mom thought I was in that theater. She was confused. Oh Jesus, yeah, well, that's that awful. is bad. God, oh my God. Uh, let's see, John Murphy. My first time watching this, uh, kick ass." was at a friend's house years after the movie came out. I had no idea that Cage was in the movie. I loved the surprise, especially since it was so deep into the movie. Did any of you have similar experiences with the surprises, or did you have a better idea of what you were about to watch for the first time? Uh, I was surprised with everything. Well, you knew Cage was in it. I mean, he was in the trailer, so we knew when we saw it, we knew Cage was going to be in the movie. He was in the the trailer. Um, But yeah. There's there's a lot of great movie cameos that you didn't see coming. One of my original ones was Don't Laugh, but uh the Kevin Costner Robin Hood movie. Uh-huh. Uh like at the very, very end, I think Sean Connery shows up as like the King of England. Yeah. Mm. And it was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Well, mm. in this specific movie, I knew that Nicolas Cage was in it, but I didn't know he was actually one of the superheroes. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool when I learned that he was Bat Dad and doing all that training. I thought that was kind of neat. I thought he was actually Kickass's dad. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, Chief Nakahomer says, "Ah, oh, yes, the cringy emo early 2010s era film before the MCU dominated cinema. You may remember these movies differently since you guys are older than me. This is cringy to you, but the MCU movies are amazing. I mean, most cringy. MCU movies are just like kind of there." I thought this was This really is good. better than most MCU movies, I would say. Yeah, better than most DC movies. <laughs> well, that's everything is. But yeah. <laughs> Brian, what was the last movie slash show you remember renting from a movie rental place such as Blockbuster? Oh, I was Holy trying to think shit. about this the other day. I remember the last time I went to the Hollywood video um, in New Territory. Oh, and yeah. it was closed. The one on Highway 6? Not Highway 6. Oh, off of 90. Oh, okay. Uh, and I was like, uh, 99, sorry. And uh, we were like, yeah, let's go rent a movie. And like we went there and it was shut, it was closed. And I was like, no. And like that was it. It never came back after that. I don't really have 
memories of the last time I rented because once they all started dying, I remember going in there because they started selling all of them off. Yeah. And I remember going in there and just like buying VHSs for like a, a buck, two bucks VHSs, a pop. VHSs, yeah. Yeah. Man, when I was in high school, there was a a movie rental place called 555 where you can rent five movies for $5 for five days. And that's what me and my friends did in high school, like in the summertime. We would go rent five VHS movies and watch them all in five days. See, this That is, was so much fun. See, this is why Andrew and I ended up becoming best friends because that was my high school experience. I would, every once in a while, I would go to Hollywood Video. They had some similar deal. I would rent like six movies yeah. on a Friday night and just watch all six of them over the weekend. Right. Yeah. You know, it's funny, like... I say this, like, if they brought back Blockbuster, I would totally fucking go. Oh, The only yeah. thing is, I don't think it would last, like, I don't think we'd be going, like, after a few months, we'd probably stop going, because we're like, well, we did it. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I know. And it is easier just to turn on any of these streaming apps and get what you want. We would but feel- it, was, it was an experience. We would go for fun, and then after a few months, we would feel gross, it's like, we're killing Blockbuster again. Like, <laughs> this is this is what we did the first time. Yeah. We killed it, and we're doing it again. Because it's, it's so easy to just stream. So Again, the story of Blockbuster versus Netflix, they need to make a movie. Because the well, story yeah. is so fascinating. How have they great. not already made that? Yeah. That's wild. Like, that that's Blockbuster already... could have owned Netflix. Netflix could have made this fucking movie. Why hasn't Netflix made this movie? Right. Yeah. Blockbuster had the chance to buy Netflix. They said no. Then they came up with their streaming app. And even the Netflix CEO said it was better than ours. But then they didn't give their bonus to like the guy that was running it all. So he quit. And then they got a new guy who said streaming's not the future. And then and then it all just tanked. Hmm. Like the Netflix CEO was like, we were about to go out of business because the Blockbuster app was so good. And they totally tanked. I don't you know what? It all up. You know what? I actually just answered my own question because you know what Netflix made instead of, yeah. of the movie? Yeah. They made a fucking series about the last blockbuster. And so that one terrible. was canceled after that, one, that one just, season. That just occurred to me. Oh, it's canceled already? Yeah, it was canceled. They already it looked said terrible. That? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard that it was already canceled. It was canceled. It looked really bad. Like the yeah. nostalgia of seeing it was cool, but the show itself did not look good. Mm. So about, that sounds like a good idea, but yeah, right. yeah, it would have been fun, right? Yeah, yeah. The document there was a documentary about the last blockbuster that was good. Yeah, it was fantastic. It's in it Alaska, was, it, right? It, like all of it hit all of the right member berry notes yeah. of it. it just, like there was there was one scene where some guy just like opened up a VHS case and just like smelled it, and it was <laughs> like, yeah, I know what he means. There was a. <laughs> There was that video exchange in Stafford that like only went out of business just like five years ago. Remember? Really? Yeah. You don't remember that? I guess Stafford? not. I guess not. It was by where I worked at the bank. But I, I like, guess not. I remember I bought season one of The Walking Dead there like, a huh. long time ago. Huh. And they stayed open way like way after Blockbuster and Hollywood Video went out of business. Right. But it kind of made sense because Stafford is kind of that area where like. Those like a lot of people that live in Stafford don't leave Stafford. Yeah, like, they just now got. I the don't internet. trust these streaming apps. I don't have the internet. Yeah, there was one of those out like my uh, 
my mom lives way out in the country. Yeah. And there was one of those for the longest time out there. And it, it would be like 2012. And my mom would be like, yeah, so we're going to go to the video store tonight and rent something. And I was <laughs> like, you're, you're what now? Yeah. What? Cause the, that's because, what they have. Out and there. then after, after blockbuster Hollywood video went out, then we had the red boxes. Right. Red and box. we did that yeah. for a little bit. Red box is still around. Is it? Yeah, it is. They're they're mm-hmm. still out there, but who like goes? CVS's and see that's, that's McDonald's. Yeah, that's that's the weird thing to me. Who's keeping those in business? Because they're right. still everywhere, and that's not fun. Like going into a store and no. getting it. You just no, they're on who, the outside. Who's but... keeping Redbox in business? They're at every Walgreens and every grocery store. Still, really? Yeah, you saw them recently. You're sure? Yeah, yeah they're all mm-hmm. over the place. For sure. I feel yeah. like I'd never even know. I, I don't even yeah. notice them anymore. Interesting. Uh, yeah, S. Thorne, uh, with recent talk about animation and it not being just for kids, is Avatar an animated movie? Isn't it CGI characters and CGI environments? Yeah, but it's not real. It's motion capture with animation over it. Avatar? Yeah. Right. Well, if that was the case, then f- fucking every Star Wars show that <laughs> comes out might be an- that, considered anime. That's a really good one. Obi-Wan. That's a really good question, but there's live action actors like the little Jungle Boy in there. Yeah. Spider, so you can't call it an animated movie. No. Well, it partially. Partially. I mean, most of it is really. Most of it is CGI, but kind, yeah. Kind. Uh, it is. I don't think you can call it an animated movie, though. Well, I don't think so. It's it's not real. It's not it's not like an animated movie is into the Spider Verse. Right, I understand. Avatar was not an anime. But still, how do you make those creatures? Those people don't exist. It's not makeup. Also, Thanos really exists? No, that's CGI. That's the same thing. Yeah, and so was Avatar. Gamora really exists, though. No? That's a... Yes, she has makeup. Yeah. Yeah, Thanos is a cartoon, basically. He is. I mean, that's what they are. They're just well Uh, done. I'm team Aaron on this one. So what is it if it's not a cartoon? Motion picture. A motion picture? Yeah. Well, every movie is a motion picture, Josh. As, as weird as it <clears throat> sounds, as weird as it sounds, Avatar is a live action movie. Yeah, but you're not seeing the people playing them. It's animation over their motion capture suits. It's special effects. But you are seeing some live action yes, actors in that. Some agree. It's it's both. I would say if it's motion capture and there are live action actors, it's gotta be a live action movie. Live action. You're not helping, Josh. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you completely. I would say it's it's a combo of both, but whatever. Harpoon finger fuck. Uh, would you rather go to jail for a year or go to jail with a Rubik's Cube and not be able to leave till it's done? I think Josh takes the year. That's obvious. Uh, I'd do the Rubik's Cube. I'd do the Rubik's Cube. I'd take the Rubik's Cube. Yeah, I'll be done done within the day. It might take me a little bit longer in a day, but I'll be done One day in jail, I'll fucking figure it out. Uh, Anita Dick and me. Hey, guys, just wanted to give my review (laughs) for the movies I saw this weekend. Planes. That's the Gerard Butler one. Yeah, I want to see that one. He said 8 out of 10. Very good action movie with lots of 80s action movie vibes. Nice. Would recommend. Eight out of ten. Okay. And then missing. I don't even know what missing is. Mm-mm. He says eight point two five out of ten. <laughs> to be honest, I'm actually very surprised how much I like this one. I was never bored and always on the edge of my seat. A good mystery and suspenseful movie. We should watch planes. I was wanting to see that. Yeah. PCJ as a former movie theater projectionist manager. Oh. Hmm. Nice. I saw a lot of wild things happen from the booth. 
Uh, <laughs> what are some of your best and worst experiences at a movie theater while attending or working? Oh, boy. That's a whole separate podcast. Look, we could make a Patreon look, episode of that where Aaron and I just tell stories for two hours. We'll do. I don't have any. Josh, I love you, man. But sure, sure. we'll do one special Patreon episode, just you and me talking about movie theater Well, shit. I think it'd be good to that have Josh there, too. Reacting to these stories. Yeah, that's true. Because we know them. Because he'll be like, you did fucking what? Yeah. Yes. We should do that. That would be a good Patreon That would be fun. There's some interesting stuff. Yes. Uh, Wesley Rothbone, Aaron Taylor Johnson has come so far from this film to Bullet Train. My question is, does his recent performance, Sizz, and in this one, excite you more for Craven the Hunter, or do you not care about it? A little bit. Uh, A little bit. I mean, it's never the actor's fault, really. For the most part, it's not like Venom one and two are bad because of Tom Hardy. He's trying. It's the script that sucks. It's the movie that sucks. So, no, I'm very worried about Craven because it's Sony doing another fucking bad guy, a supervillain movie, which makes no sense. Very worried about Beetle. Okay, okay, Venom and Joker. They are two of the most popular super villains ever but you know who's not morbius you know who else is not craven uh uh, no uh no he's a top spider-man villain no he's fucking not craven's he's in the top five no he's not craven's in the top no he's not you lunatic not even remotely close he's in the top five josh craven is like morbius is more popular than craven is yeah Uh, josh you're hurting my brain right now. It's just too much. Too much troll for one episode. I'm pretty sure I'm right on this one. Yeah, because, you know, Green Goblin, uh, Doc Ock, uh-huh. Sandman, Venom, Carnage, top five, gone. Who, who does he replace there, bud? Who does he replace? Sandman, maybe? No. And that's not even counting Scorpion. Scorpion, Rhino. Yes. Rhino. Kingpin is even involved. Yes. Kingpin's not bad. I don't know. Well, no, now you know. I mean, I just told you. You know now. I don't know. We all have different lists. Maybe uh, like my, top 15. My, yeah. my, my list is different. Yeah. Well, everything's different. Yeah. <laughs> all right. On that note, <clears throat> come up with a list next week. I think I got Craven number one. <laughs> he won't be number one. No, for sure. I mean, Green Goblin's number one, but he's, he's up there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Anyways, make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you're viewing us. We also have exclusive videos on our YouTube channel, Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Hollywood Hog Pod. And most importantly, become a supporter of the show at patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash. $3 a month. You can cancel anytime. Watch The Last of Us with us. And then also coming soon, we're going to be doing The Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, We're going to be doing a bracket pretty soon here. Brackets. So, yeah, look out for that. Uh, Next week's February. It's a big month. We got Ant-Man, Cocaine Bear, and then next week we'll be reviewing Knock at the Cabin. So look out for that one, and we'll see you next week.